why does God plant us in churches? It's to afford us that opportunity to work for him. That's why it's important we meet together as a church so that we receive the blessing. So when the word of God, the rhema comes like this, the word has come. In the word is the blessing. The moment you receive the word, great grace is imparted for that which must be accomplished. So there is the informative dimension of the Bible and there is the revelatory dimension of the Bible. The revelation shows you what you must do to experience the hand of God. So when the word comes in the revelatory dimension, there is instruction. Now, your word in season. Speak to us, Lord. This morning, bless our lives. May we hear your voice. Jesus, we are yours. And we want to get closer to you. Help us. Precious Holy Spirit. That we will draw closer to Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I'm conscious I'm a blessing. Bless your people in a, in a unique way this morning. Let your word have free course be glorified in our lives even in Jesus mighty name Amen I see the good hand of the Lord resting upon your life beginning from today may whatever you have long awaited for answer you speedily in the name of the Lord Jesus May the Lord show himself strong in your life. Amen. May his power be at work in your life. Amen. May his good hand, his good hand show forth wonders in your life. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Shout a living amen. amen. It's beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Quickly, let's get into the word of God. I'm sharing on those who corrupt the children. But I would like to point out something important. You know, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, Ephesians 1 3 projected for us. Ephesians 1 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So when you are in Christ, your current location uh, is Christ. You are in Christ. Okay? Then he says, once you are there in that location, you are blessed. You are not now going to be blessed. You are blessed. Mm -hmm. the one in, in Christ is blessed. Say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Good. Then he says, what are we blessed with? We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. All spiritual blessings. So our blessings are spiritual blessings. And you must understand the less is included in the greater. That means physical blessings are inside spiritual blessings but how do you activate spiritual blessings to manifest in the material 
that is where we miss it. So it is not that we are not blessed. We are blessed. But where is our blessing? All spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, right? How then do we activate the blessings? It is sad to say that somebody can be a Christian and live a very poor life, very bad life, and even die very some way. Why? Because they never learned how to activate the blessings for which they have been blessed. And the word of God shows us clearly how to activate God's blessings. You know, God is a God of principles. Respect the principles of God. Now, in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. <laughs> Listen to this. If ye are willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. If ye are willing and obedient. The land I've sent you, the location I've brought you, is full of good. But to eat the good, you must, number one, be willing. And of course, everybody is willing. Who doesn't want to enjoy? Everybody is willing. But the second part, and obedient. Where you hearken to God's command and you are willing to do it. You want to do it. You are excited about doing God's word. Living according to God's standards. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. So who stops somebody from eating the good of the land? Yourself. Number one, maybe you are not willing. And mostly, number two. Adabaha susu. <laughs> Look at verse 20. But if ye refuse and rebel, if ye, you see there's an if condition there, but if, if ye are willing and obedient, you will eat. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. So, which section do you put yourself? Are you willing? Will you be obedient? Psalm 112. Psalm 112, verse 1 to 4. Zagadi Balatis. Psalm 112, verse 1 to 4. Listen to this. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. You see, blessed is the man. So you are in Christ. But how do you activate the blessing? So many Christians, the blessing will only stay spiritual. Eh? Blessed eh? is the man that does what? Feareth the Lord. That delights greatly in his commandments. So where is your delight? It's your delight in the commandments of the Lord. Do you know some people, I'm talking about Christians now, 
what God says he doesn't want is what is almost like that is where they want. <laughs> Delighted greatly in his commandments. What will happen to that person? Verse 2. His seed. You see now, it's even left you to even your children. Uh, are, are you following? His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. Upon earth. The generations of the upright shall be blessed. You can cut corners and be blessed with God. See the blessing manifest. Go. Verse 3. I like this part. Wealth and riches. Those who want to find the source of our wealth is in fearing God. Living upright. Eh? Are you following the point? Delighting in his commandments. He says, wealth and riches shall be where? In his house. And his righteousness endureth forever. I know somebody will say, but I know people who don't serve God, but riches and wealth are in their house. I will show you another thing. Look at someone and say, Pastor, he's showing you things. Be patient. Be, be patient. Be patient. Yeah, be patient. Be patient. Do you know you can have all the material blessings, but you don't have God? And a Christian or a child of God can also be blessed but will be lacking the material blessing because he doesn't know how to activate the blessing for his good materially. All right? And even can live and have confessed the lordship of Jesus but even the blessing of his presence is still not with him. Hey! How can that be? Verse 4. <laughs> I hope you are in church. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. Where is your delight? Is it in the commandments of the Lord? Do you fear God? Do you walk in the fear of God? He's shown you, if you are willing and obedient, you eat the good of the land. Do you want to eat the good of the land? He has shown us how. Let's stop behaving like somebody has to see a vision before you would know something. I believe in visions. And I believe in prophecy. And I prophesy. And I see visions. But one thing I never wait for in my life is somebody to see something about me. The fact is that when even you see something about me, I'm not happy about it. The way you even behave as if my success is dependent on what you have seen. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't celebrate that. I believe in the word of God. I am a man of faith. <laughs> so I should be waiting for you to come and tell me I'll be rich. No, no, I've seen it. That the one that feareth the Lord and liveth upright, wealth and riches shall be in his house. So, what qualifies me for wealth and riches? It's not your vision. No, you know, I'm not saying don't believe in vision. So, please, I didn't say that. Do you understand? The guy wants a vision, but he's into fornication. Vision won't do anything. 
you are committing adultery, you say somebody should see vision that you are prospering. No vision can change anything. Stop the fornication first. Stop, stop adultery. Stop, stop chasing other girls apart from your wife. Before you got, yep, you know, we live in a day where just swallow something, bath something. Look, fear God, fear God. That's the first message. <laughs> oh, please, you, 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 you don't appreciate the, the word. Fear God. what I am seeing is that when you fear God uh, and you delight in his commandment wealth and riches will be where in your house simple somebody wants to, to force and see something yes <laughs> let me show you something two things then I'll touch on responsibilities of a father. Then today we'll be through, okay? Let me take you to the book of Exodus. Now, the children of Israel had been delivered from Egypt. They are going to the promised land, okay? <laughs> the Lord speaks to Moses in chapter 23, the book of Exodus. Let's go there. I want to show you something. I pray you will get it and you will be blessed. Exodus 23. You know many people have been brought into bondage because of what somebody saw. The guy is sinning. He's coming to tell me he sees something. Look, if you can see, see your problem first. That thing in your eyes, you can't see it. You are now, you are forgotten that thing. You are coming to see something about me. Look, if you could see, see how dirty you are and solve that problem. Uh, oh, people of God. It's like you are not happy with me in this one. Are you happy with me this one? Yeah. Don't be beating your wife and come and tell me that there's something wrong with me. I'm not beating my wife. If you could see better than me, you will not beat your wife. <laughs> so those of you that all the time you want to hear something, so what are you seeing? So what I'm not saying it's wrong for somebody to see something, but please, <laughs> don't become one that will become a, a slave to someone just because of what they are seeing. And now in our time, there are many people like that. They can't see anything about, them, about themselves, but they can see everything about you. Yeah. Huh? Yes. There's no roof on his head, but he sees the holes in your roofing sheet. Look, if you know how to work on roof, and you can see visions cover your head before you come and talk to me about my roofing sheet with holes. I think still you don't like me. <laughs> Do you like me? Do you like me? <laughs> Exodus 23. What I'm saying is that please believe in the word of God and delight in his commandments. Huh? Yes. Hmm. 
So I'm showing you Exodus 23. Please, are you there? Exodus 23, I want us to read. Let's start from verse number 20. Read a few verses there, then we'll go to another chapter. I'm showing you something. From verse 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee. So now they are going into the promised land. Amen? Amen. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the, in the way and bring thee, to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Verse 21. Beware of him. Please take note that he said he's sending an angel. Alright? He's sending an angel. Hello? He's sending a, he is not the one going with them. He's sending an angel. Look at, I, 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 I pray you see the difference. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not. For he will not pardon your transgressions. For my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice, who? Who are they supposed to obey the voice? The angel. The angel, okay? If you shall obey his voice and do all that I speak, huh? Okay, let me read the verse 22 again. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine. For my angel shall go before thee and bring thee into the Amorites and the Hittites and the, and the Canaanites, the Hivites and the Jebusites. And I will do what? I'll cut them off. Are you, are you following when you read all this, you see that he said, I'm sending my angel before you. Now go to chapter 33. I want to show you something. So, now when they follow his angel, he will bring them to the promised land. So they will have the, even the material possession. Okay? But still, there may be something missing. I, I, want, you, I want you to see. Chapter 33 of the same Exodus. Hallelujah. Okay, now let's start reading from verse number 12. Let's start from verse 11, please. I hope you are here. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp. But his servant Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. Verse 12. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. I thought he said that he will send him with an angel. Please, I hope you are here in church. <laughs> Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. I thought he already told Moses I'm sending an angel. What does Moses want again? I want you to see. Verse 14. No, verse, verse 13, right? Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, You see, verse 
chapter 23, he never promised them of his presence. But Moses was not satisfied. Then here he says, and he said, my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee. So the first one, you can have the possession, but you won't have rest. What is the biggest sign of God's presence with a man? Rest. Rest. Peace of mind. Rest. Huh? So, when we talk about God being with a man, we speak about not just you having the possessions of this world, but having what? Rest. Somebody shouted rest. rest. He says, and I will give thee rest. He didn't say that in chapter 23. The angel will bring you. So can I say something? Can I say something? That means you can even see an angel, but God is not there. Is it not amazing that people can be somewhere, there are so many things happening, uh, so they get distracted by the happenings that they can't even discern that the man is not correct. So you can see many things, but God is not there. Oh, yes. How can the man say he's prophesying to you? And after the prophecy, he's going to sleep with somebody that is not the wife. What prophecy was that? But you see, sometimes we, we don't... I pray for the spirit of discernment to rest on you. Many, many Christians are bankrupt. That is where some of us are looked upon like some way. If I discern, you are not correct. Hmm. Because some of us have decided to walk with God. We want his presence more than any physical thing. So if it looks like God, but he may not be there, may you have that discerning spirit resting upon your life in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. I pray for you. That when even an angel shows up, is it not amazing? Many of the so-called religions of the world that have led many astray, those that started it said they saw some angel. Didn't he say that even Satan, he has turned himself into an angel of light. So his ministers too can turn themselves into ministers of light. But they are hiding they are wolves in sheep's clothing. I said, I pray for you. May you not be deceived by certain things and so-called signs and whatever. Yes, we don't doubt it. But may the spirit of discernment rest mightily upon you. Ah, so after the prophecy, I must discern. Is it God? Or is it a spirit that wants to take control over my life? Are you following what I am saying? I must be able to discern. When you know this and the spirit of discernment rests on you, it doesn't matter who shows up, you will discern. Um, all that he said I think is true, but still, I don't feel okay. 
later you will see that your spirit will prove you right. Is somebody listening to me at all? I pray, may your delight be in his commandment. Uh, may you not be chasing after so-called signs and wonders. Uh, we believe in signs. Me, I believe in signs. I believe in wonders. I believe in healing. I believe in all that. I hope you are getting me. Yes. But I still walk in sharp discernment. Sharp discernment. I will descend. Shouted, I descend. I descend. Shall nobody can lead me astray. Can lead me astray. In, the In the name of the Lord Jesus. Sometimes it is sad some of the things that you will hear in Christendom. I heard a news. <laughs> a pastor who was teaching some things. And you know, the stupidity of Christians. Whereas because a man says that he's a man of God. It's like you can't judge what he says. By the scripture. He was saying all kinds of things. Then he said God was leading him to go into a certain bush. And in the bush, do you know what they are going to do there? In the bush. He says, if you want to see Jesus, you shouldn't eat again. Lord have mercy. Look at someone and say, the spirit of discernment. If you want to meet Jesus, if you want to escape the punishment, you shouldn't eat. And the police have exhumed over 52 people to 70 people that he had buried. Yes. Yes. And rescued more that were starving themselves to death because and they can't descend. And sometimes it's amazing People who have gone to school who should have sense. And I'm not against crowd. But crowd doesn't mean God. I'm not against multitude of people. But multitude of people doesn't mean God. So now because when the man says something, it comes to pass. They are blinded that they can't discern. No man died for you. The day me, I missed the way. I'm not following Christ. I said, don't say goodbye. Don't even look for me to say goodbye. Run. Because I may take you to hell. Your salvation first. Am I talking to somebody? <clears throat> Can you just imagine they are starving themselves to death? Why? Because the man says that if you, <laughs> if you don't starve yourself, you will see. <laughs> oh my God. My God. Now instead of young men knowing the word of God and living pure, did you see that he said that when you know the lines in your palm, wealth and riches shall be in your house? And stupid people teaching stupid things and people can't discern. 
They kept listening. Because the man is speaking English. <laughs> because the man has big words. Speaking big words because he wears suit, so he's leading people into divination. They can't see. And those of us that are very simple, they say, "No, you must go deeper." L- let me tell you something. Hey, <laughs> look. If you know how deep people can go, that they lead people astray, you will stay with the Bible. All these extra biblical things that people want to bring and interpret it with the Bible. Let me say this to you. You know, we live in a world that you don't really know even what your people are looking at because of the internet. Anybody that tells you, read your palm. He's a diviner. I don't care the title he has. He can be apostle, prophet, doctor, evangelist, Bruno, look, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean any. Most of the time, get into those people's life. You will see the filth. Anybody that tells you this line means this, this line, listen to me. <laughs> Do you know the amount of lines in your system? Nonsense. Do you know the amount of lines in your system? If you do anatomy, do you know the, 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 this anatomical structure? Do you know what is inside? You lie bad. Do you know how many veins you have? Then every vein means something. You better read it. Nonsense. Nonsense in the church. I'm the pastor. I am telling you. Anybody that tells you you can find your destiny in the stars. And they say there is biblical astrology because Jesus' star appeared and the wise men followed the star to come and see Jesus. How many times did you see Jesus himself making reference to his star? Now you get into horoscope. I know some of you, uh, maybe uh, you are reading things and they tell you you can, you can know your destiny by studying uh, uh, the zodiac signs. Listen to me. Anybody you hear saying those things, I said no matter the English he speaks, no matter the title in front of his name, he is leading you out of the Bible. You better stay in the confines of the Bible. Listen. They may have crowd. They may not have God. They may even have an angel. But God is not with them. I'm telling you. And never think only light angels work miracles. Don't think so. For fetish priests have dwarfs. And dwarfs also do things. Many things are going on in the name of church. Be careful. Stay in the Bible and descend, 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 descend. 
Look at someone and say, Pastor is hot this morning. Pastor is hot this morning. <laughs> Pastor is hot this morning. So now Christians don't have the Bible to themselves. They don't read. They don't discern. They are not like the people of Berea who after they have heard Paul preach, they will go and search. They believe anything. Somebody say, I'll descend. I'll descend. I hope you have been blessed. So now let me go on to this quickly. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Have you heard of Jim, Jim Jones before? Jim Jones. He was a pastor in America. He also said he was going to build some city in uh, uh, South America. Gathered a lot of followers, took them there. Then he told them that they must die a certain death before they see Jesus. So he makes communion for them and poisoned the communion. So over a thousand people, everybody took the communion and died. Jim Jones. You can go to the internet. You type Jim Jones to, to bring him out. Jim Jones. If they didn't get there early, many people would have taken it. They had to go and read. People abandon family. People forsake family. They don't want to talk to family anymore because a so-called man of God says you shouldn't talk to your father. That if your father and your mother and your brothers are not part of us, they are not uh, whatever. Where did all these devilish things come from? Another guy too. He will catch the people from SSS. And when he catch the people from SSS, he will groom them out. So when they get to the university, everybody coming to the university is like, now it was becoming a big thing. Over 13 years, all of a sudden he changed and he says he's the emperor. It's an empire and he's the emperor. Not knowing that he sleeps with the girls. Like almost every girl in the, the empire. The, the emperor was... And people can't discern. Then if you don't belong to them, they don't want to communicate to them. They, they won't acknowledge anybody. They don't have respect for anybody. And lives are being destroyed. If you ever find yourself in the shepherd's stream, I'm telling you, follow Christ Jesus. Be discerning. You have the right to question things. If a doctrine is not correct, your spirit will tell you. Am I, am I communicating? <laughs> By the time they realized emperors, he was emprising the young ladies. Yes. And they said they were worried because they were giving a lot of money but nothing was happening, not knowing that he was building his personal private estates. Not building anything for church, emperor. No, the girls. And now, when they found out, he said he has collapsed the, the church. <laughs> he said, he said no more church. <laughs> he said no more church because <laughs> the stories were coming out too much. And some of the stories, some some of the people got mad. They had psychiatric problems. 
and some of them died. You know? When people can't discern. And it's like when it is simple, it is not, it's not powerful. When it is simple, when you can see the ark and following gradually, it's like it's not powerful. Let me tell you, please, this church, everything is very simple. All I share with you is the things I know. <laughs> Say amen. amen. Okay. So if you are looking for things, I come to say things, then I leave beard, I come and I say. I don't know those things. What I know is the word of God. Let me share this with you, then we go. I hope I've helped you today. Discernment, discernment. When somebody comes to tell you I had a dream about you, and the dream I had about you, you were buried. Say, you will be buried first. You you will be buried first. And I'll come for the funeral. (laughs) Don't let anybody put you in a bondage because they had a dream about you. Say, when I had a dream, this was it. It won't happen. Normally, Christians who are afraid of such things are Christians who are not living right. See, when you are not living right, you know that there's something that can hold your leg. You know, you are afraid. You get the point. You are afraid. But some of us, oh, it says, they that trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion. That cannot be moved. Huh? <laughs> He says, as the mountains surround Jerusalem, so does the Lord surround those that trust in him. Do you know the Bible? Do you know the word? Is the word in you? Say, I had a dream about you. You were being buried. Right? I'll respond. You will be buried first. And I won't be buried. Eh? Some of you, you have dreams and you are scared. So scared. It's because the word of God is not in you. I pray that you will be someone that imbibes the word of God. And no matter what shows up, you have the word, which is the sword of the spirit, to defeat that thing. Hallelujah. So now today, I just want to handle three responsibilities of a father. Three, we are done. Okay? So now we've come to understand that fatherhood is a responsibility and not a title. And now we've realized that every establishment movement is birthed by a father. Okay? So every church is birthed by a father. Now, the word of God reveals that God is the father of all spirits. So God is the father of all spirits. Now we also got to understand that we have fathers of our flesh, our biological fathers, and mothers as well. Last week, I spoke extensively about that. Show honor to your parents. There are some of you, you have no honor for your parents. It's dangerous for your destiny. Very dangerous. You may not agree with them on certain things, but that doesn't mean that you, when they talk, you talk, when they talk, you talk, you start insulting them, you start calling them witch, you start calling them wizard, you start saying all kinds of things to your parents. 
is dangerous. He says, when your heart, the heart of the children are not turned to the fathers, and the heart of the fathers are not turned to the children, a curse is what results. May you not be under any curse. Then we got to know fathers in the Lord, or for that matter, mothers in the Lord. The Lord sets people to watch for our souls. So when the Lord puts you in a church, that is what he's doing for you. Amen? Amen. And if you are in the Shepherd Stream Church, uh, the Lord has set a father over this house. Okay? I hope you know the father of this house. What is the name of the father of this house? Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> you see, when you don't know your father, your brother can influence you negatively. Because your brother is not watching for your soul. He placed a father in the Lord over you to watch for your soul. Then we got to understand that there are fathers in, the, uh, in law. Right? Fathers in law. So when you get married, your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, they are your parents too. Take good care of them. Some people don't want to see their mother-in-law. When they see their mother-in-law, they start... If you are married, your mother-in-law is your mother. Huh? Your father-in-law is your father. Praise God. Then we got to know fathers of movements, establishments, businesses, okay? And nations. Are you getting it? So if you are here, you birth a company. You are the father. If you are female, you are the mother. There is that which is your responsibility and there's that which you must ensure so that nobody corrupts the children in the organization. I know companies that have collapsed because the, the owner of the company employed a, a, a very wicked person. Just imagine a headmaster in a school. So you are a proprietor. You have employed the headmaster. And the headmaster will be spoiling the mind of the teachers. And even directing children to go to other schools. How would your school work? If you will be an entrepreneur or somebody that will bet anything here, this message is very important. Don't sit down and say, oh, he's trying to let people be committed to the church. I am teaching a principle that will help you. So many companies have collapsed because wicked people came in there and corrupted everybody. And they were not they, 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 they were afraid to sack them because they were their cousins. Me, I will sack you. If even I came from the same womb with you and you corrupt children, I will sack you. <laughs> so many people's families have been destroyed. Because they allowed a certain relative to come and live with them. And the relative started corrupting everybody in the house. Until the whole family got corrupted. Hey. Do you, do you, or you don't like the message I'm preaching. It's a very good message. <laughs> What's the responsibility of a father? So please, in ministry, understand that God gives a mandate to a man. Then he gives him children to work with. 
to raise to fulfill that mandate. Okay? So please, in the Shepherd Stream Church, the church where God has placed us, we don't have two fathers, please. Anybody that introduces himself also as a father, trying to bring himself as a father, he said, look, you are operating against the scripture. You are operating against the scripture. Be careful. Uh, because I know when children start growing, they also want to behave like their fathers. This is quite different from a biological family where you, you become a father and your dad too is a father. Do you understand? In an establishment, if you think it is wrong, what I'm saying, when you start a business, may somebody else become the owner. <laughs> I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. So, people can come up, people can also rise through the ranks, but that doesn't make them father. They cannot perform the responsibilities of a father, though they would be given the opportunity to also serve, they still don't become the father. I hope you are here. So responsibilities of a father. Now remember God is the father of all. And when there is no father, it is something that is very, 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 very with a bad experience. Now Psalm 80, uh, 68 verse 5. That is why God himself assumes the place of fatherhood for those that are fatherless. Okay? Now, Psalm 68 verse 5. A father of the fatherless, talking about God, and a, a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. Psalm 82 verse 3. Psalm 82 verse 3. He says, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. So, you see, because of the state people go into when there's no father, that's why God himself assumes that place for anyone that is fatherless. I hope you are there. Amen. Amen. Good. Now, in John chapter 14 verse 18, we see how Jesus said, I'm leaving. But I will not leave you as orphans. Who is an orphan? Somebody that has lost a parent. Okay? So, uh, John 14, verse 18. It says, I will not leave you comfortless. The word comfortless there is orphanus. As orphans, I will come to you. So even Jesus acknowledges that the place of a father is very important in everybody's life. I hope you are following so what are the responsibilities of a father? Number one. Number one. A father has the responsibility to sustain. A father has the responsibility to what? To sustain. Please understand it. A father as a source, as an originator, as a founder, huh, has certain responsibilities. And I said the first one is what? The responsibility to sustain. sustain. 
Now, he who begats has the authority to sustain the begotten. What does it mean to sustain? To sustain means simply means to strengthen. To sustain simply means what? To strengthen. So, if you say, this is my father, that means he has responsibility, a responsibility towards you to strengthen you. He has a responsibility to support you. Okay? I'm not explaining sustain. So, the responsibility to sustain. To support you physically or mentally. Alright? With all necessary provision. With all necessary provision. Now I read here. It also means to cause something or someone to continue. To cause something or someone to continue. Or be prolonged. Or be prolonged for an extended period. Or be prolonged for an extended period or without interruption. Or without interruption. So this simply means that God places every father in every father the ability, eh? the ability for what he births. Are you following? You, you don't need to write everything or it's in the book. You just have to go and get the book. <laughs> don't write everything. You can write some portions that catches your attention. But you see, if you write plenty, you would you not listen. Listen to what I'm preaching. I'm preaching it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good. So, anybody who bets anything, God places in the person the ability to sustain the thing, to support the thing. So, if God made me bet this ministry, okay? Hello? When it got to the point where I sense that God wants the name of the church to be changed. Okay? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is my responsibility. I have to wait on God and hear God. Okay? If there need to be structures that has to be built, I have to be able to wait on the Lord and get that for the church. That's not the responsibility of any child. Can you just imagine you have given birth and you want to relocate from this house to this house? Then your child comes to you and says, Daddy, Menko. What, what would you do? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's not the one paying the rent. <laughs> you know, amazingly, things you won't allow when you are a father. You want a father to allow. So please, understand this. When a father gives birth to something, he has the ability to sustain the thing. In your mind, you may think he's, he doesn't have the ability. It's not true. God places in every father the ability to sustain, to support, to strengthen. Am I communicating? So I ask you a simple question. Am I your father? Am I your father in the Lord? Okay, so now let me say this. Now, because of internet, you can just listen to anything. You will be surprised that anything you listen to, anybody won't support you. It may, it may entertain you. 
That is why Paul the apostle will talk to the churches he planted. He said, hey, the way you are behaving, this is not how you grow. Be careful. Then he will point to those who were good sons. He said, look at Timothy. He, he knows my ways in Christ. He knows my ways in Christ. You know, I learned, uh, there was a certain lady who came to live in my house. I gave her permission to come and live in my house. One of the worst decisions I ever took. <laughs> To allow somebody like that to come and live in my house. I said, ah, erade. Menu me Can you imagine she was in my house? Then she was trying to introduce the people in my house to a certain man of God on TV. Yes, you know, when you operate with the wrong people, that's what happens. <laughs> yes. He, he, the person is living in my house. And he's not saying, do you know this person on this? He, he breaks altars. <laughs> he breaks altars. Let me, let me tell you something. You may see somebody's father cooking a delicious meal. And in your eyes, it's very delicious. You will be shocked that the way God has structured things, then relocate and go and make the person father. Then what he carries will bless you. It, there is no need staying in a place and behaving like that is where you belong. But your mind is somewhere else. It's a waste of time. I hope you are here. He said, look, look, he was, she was introducing people to somebody on TV. So he breaks all this. Hallelujah. So please, if you bet anything, you have the ability to sustain it. Don't let anybody come and tell you that you can't sustain it. There are people you allow into your space, your company, your whatever. You have not, they think they know better than you that started it. Who doesn't want his company to work? Now the employ employee, they are employing Employee now wants to tell the boss. And you 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 didn't bring him into the company in that capacity. Be careful. Huh? Those that want to control what you birth. As the father, you have the ability to sustain. Genesis 27, verse 37. This is one thing that I all the time want to tell Christians, but those that hear me. Don't say that there's no power somewhere. If you are truly there and you do whatever that place wants you to do, you will see God's glory in that place. If you are in a place and you are, it's all, all the time you are eyeing what is happening here? So there are people, they have a pastor, they have a prophet in a certain corner. So after they've come to pastor, they say, I'm going to hear what the prophet has to say. So many people are very confused. Very, very, very confused. They are not heeding to this principle. So you see that many problems, they are not sustained. What I will suggest is that 
anybody you think you are convinced about their ministry, leave the one that you are not convinced about and just go and be convinced about the, that, that one. Then you will receive sustenance. Else there's trouble. Genesis 27, verse 37. Are you here? I'll finish in just about 15 minutes. Why? And Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy Lord. You see, the father, a father is the one making what he birthed. I have made him thy Lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for servants. And with corn and wine, I have sustained him. Huh? I have. Meanwhile, he didn't pick bags of corn to give to him. I have sustained him. Can I speak over your life? If I am your father in the Lord, I sustain you. I'm still preaching. I sustain you. I said I sustain you. I said I sustain you. Let me say something to you. If you are all the time facing lack, 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 check. Maybe you are not listening to me. Oh, you check it. You'll be surprised. Maybe you are not paying attention to what I see. If things are not working very well and you claim to be part of this check, I said, check, oh, check. Maybe you have disconnected the pipe of sustenance. People of God, I'm talking to you. I hope you are listening. I said, if I am your father in the Lord, I speak in the name of Jesus and to everybody in the Shepherd Stream churches, I sustain you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Huh? I sustain you. I, I support you. I strengthen you. He says, I have sustained him. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? See, the father had sustained him. So, Isaac, as the father, had the God-given authority to sustain that which he had given birth to. Huh? Amen. So we see later on in the years, Jacob was cheated many times, but the blessing that has gone on him sustained him. I see you sustained. Amen. I said, I see you sustained Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Number two, responsibility two. So if you're a biological father here, whatever you birth, make sure that you are sustaining the thing. Hallelujah. Number two. The father has the responsibility to nurture. The father has the responsibility to nurture. N-U-R-T-U-R-E. Let me say this. Every one of you, make sure you connect well to the words that proceed from this altar. It is for your sustenance. It is for your sustenance. Now, to nurture. What does it mean to nurture? To nurture means to care for. To care for. To nurture means to help and encourage the growth or development of someone or something. Okay? To nurture simply means to care for or to help and to encourage the growth or development of someone or something. So every father has the responsibility of providing food and nourishment, okay? 
information for that which he bets. Praise God. So fathers are admonished. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. Fathers are admonished to nature, to nature. Huh? What they birth. Ephesians 6, 4. He says, and ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. Look at someone and say, the father has the responsibility to nature, to nature. Amen. Amen. Good. The word nature there, huh? Are you here? The word nature there means to tutor. Eh? To tutor. To to teach someone. Are you getting it? That is to educate the person. eh? To train. So when you enter a church, like you have entered this one, the father that God has given us has the responsibility to nurture us. To tutor us. To train us, to educate us. Sometimes it sounds like the father is not deep. Yes. yes, because some people are eating garlic and onions from elsewhere. So they think that the manner that God is giving through the father is, is some way. Yes. Are you following what I'm saying? This is what happened to the children of Israel. There were a mixed multitude. You find people who would bring you a video of somebody else and now the person would like you to be trained by that person, but that person you don't even know. Hey! Hey, hey. Exodus chapter 12. Nowadays, social media. In discipline, in discipline children. So now you realize that many are not being blessed because you see, the father God gave to them to nurture them. They are not even paying attention. Other things are attracting them. Onions and garlic. Let's read it. Exodus 12, 37 to 38. 37. And the children of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Sukkot, about 600,000 on foot. Charlie, there were plenty that were men. Beside children. The women were not even counted. The next verse. Verse 38. And a mixed multitude went up also with them. And flocks and herds. Even very much cattle. You see, they went with mixed multitude. What did this mixed multitude do? Numbers chapter 11 verse 1 to 10. Let's look at what this mixed multitude did to them. If you pay attention to the words that I speak, the messages I preach, listen to them again and again. You have not preached on this subject. I want to go and listen to this man, what he says about this subject. 
So now they go and listen and listen and listen. Now when they come and you say something, they are challenging you. They are sitting there. No, no, this is not what Apostle Susu and so said. <laughs> you better leave and go to Apostle Susu and so. Else you won't be naked. Hmm. Can I say something to you? Can I say something to you? Anything that looks attractive doesn't mean that there are, no, there are no problems there. Some of the problems, if you hear. So, for example, let's say, <laughs> can I say something? Let's say somebody comes to me and says that, I need a child, so pray for me. Okay? So I'll ask you the first question. Are you in a church? If the person is not in a church, then the person has to be worn into church. Okay? But if the person is in a church, what do you think my response will be? Go to... Ah! Go, go, go there. Why do you think your pastor can't pray for you to have a child? But you see, because now, all pastors even want people out of their church to come to their church so that they will feel important. They say, come to me. And when I, when I talk like this, people say that, oh, you are some way. I'm not some way. What I am is that I'm a shepherd. <laughs> what I am is that I am a shepherd. What I am. Somebody leave a place to go to another place. Okay? Let, let, yeah, I want to say something. I want to, okay. You say you are going to this man. Huh? Because this man you believe has power will give you a child. Meanwhile, the person's own relative or whatever, they are sitting by, they have not given birth yet. I don't know if you are. So, what, what you are going there for? No. I don't, I think you, do you like the message I'm preaching? Enough of all this I'm powerful. People don't stay. They don't. You are going, you say, Meanwhile, probably all the people on the front row with him have all of them. <laughs> I don't have any problem with somebody on TV. Please, don't get me wrong. But I'm going to say something. That's why I'm saying that. Because visuals have an impact. You are watching the thing. Somebody is saying something. Somebody is saying something. You are watching there a lot of people there. You are watching there a lot of people there. You are watching there a lot of people there. Then the person says, I don't take offering. I don't take tight. Anybody who takes offering is wrong. Anybody who takes tight is wrong. Meanwhile, the wife is selling kinky and fish, which is the main direction of the church. Look. You, if, if. And when you go there, whether you like it or not, you must go and buy the blood of Jesus or kinky and fish. Yes. <laughs> you see, next month, when you meet people, all the time, they want to introduce you to something, they say, they, they, they so fight your nurturing. 
And sometimes people come. Sometimes they are giving testimony. They give testimony. I believe in testimonies. Do you know you can never outsign somebody paid to say something? How can you outsign a prophet who has paid somebody money to say yes to anything he prophesied? Me, I'm not trying to outshine anybody. I don't have any competition with anybody. Hey, hey. You must be netted. You just imagine somebody has paid you 10,000. You say, anything I say, say yes. <laughs> Whatever you hear, say yes. And me that I may not I may not hear many things, but I hear the most important. You say, well, as for our pastor, it's not very powerful. It's not very powerful. We want garlic and onion. The manna is too much. <laughs> Meanwhile, the person is not your father. Numbers eleven. It's left with just one. I'll finish soon. Numbers 11 from verse 1 to 10. You, let's see. And when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. And the Lord heard it. And his anger was kindled and the fire of the Lord bent among them and consumed them. That were in the utmost parts of the camp. No, a reading. And the people cried unto Moses. And when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. You see? And he called the name of the place Tabera because the fire of the Lord bent among them. Verse 4. And the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lasting, a lasting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, who shall give us flesh to eat? Who shall give us flesh to eat? They want flesh to eat. He said, well, God, this thing you are giving us, we don't like this nurturing. We like other things. What happened to them? Verse 5. We remember the fish. <laughs> we remember the fish. Which we did eat in Egypt. Freely. And the cucumbers. Have you seen and the melons, and the leeks, and the onions, and the garlic. But now, our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside this manna. You see, what God was giving them, they call it, there is nothing at all beside this manna. Before our eyes. I know you said that you want to, you want to know more. You want to know more. You see, they wanted more. Garlic, melons, you want more? What else? Leeks. Huh? What else? Spring onion. <laughs> God is giving them manna. They say we want salad. And fish. Then they, they question God. What is this manna? What is this manna? And the manna was as coriander seed and the color thereof as the color of Bedlium. 
Go. And the people went about and gathered it and ground it in mills and beat it in a mortar and baked it in pans and made cakes of it. And the taste of it was as the taste of fresh oil. He said, we don't want this. Verse 9. And when the dew fell upon the camp in the night, the manna fell upon it. Verse 10. And Moses heard the people weep. What were they weeping for? Weep through their families. Every man in the door of his tent. And the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased. Please, God plants you in a church so that you can be nurtured. Pay attention to the food you are fed. Especially when it is a good one like the one you are fed here. The fact that somebody has beard and it is white doesn't you don't know the person. Hey! <laughs> Please, I'm not addressing anybody. I'm just I'm preaching my preaching. <laughs> I'm preaching my preaching. I am preaching my preaching. Yes. The man is preaching, and every male is turning their head into Rasta. But the man himself is not in Rasta. Something is going wrong. But when you are feeding, you, you, it, it is that garlic you want. I'm rounding up. If I'm your father, submit to the nurturing. Listen well. Be nurtured. And God will bless you. Somebody shout, I'll be helped by God. As I am nurtured in this house. So please, any of you, when you catch any mixed multitude that want to try to get your attention off what you are fed here, say, look, I will, I will go and tell uh, authorities about you. You are a very bad person. You are corrupting my mind. I came to church to hear the look at the things you are showing. You will be sure there are people who are in church. It is in church somebody said, Charlie, check this out. It is in church somebody showed them a pornographic site. No, you it's sometimes somebody can sit by you in church. He's, are you? He's checking to see if they can influence you negatively. You know, I had a, a, a situation some years ago. Some people will come to church. Instead of paying attention to what I am saying and following my words, huh? because I had gone to associate myself with a certain, a certain man. Do you know, when they, there's something wrong with them, instead of coming to me for me to pray for them, they will go and look for that man. I was like, ah, are you serious? When I learned my lesson, that's where I, I, I also decided to do things in a certain way. One time I asked, I, because I, I hope you are not angry. This man, before I didn't relate with him again, I asked him a question. I said, you were, the way you are, don't you think it's because you don't want anybody to control you? That is why you say your mother is in a certain country. 
But when people introduce their sheep to you, you want to take all of them. People of God. Because there was a certain pastor in his father's church. Even part of the signatories. Please, are you in church? I'm teaching those who corrupt the children. Please, this is the message. So all the stories are relevant. Everything I'm saying is very relevant. You may meet some people like that. Even a signature. Then there was a problem. Then he left the father's church and went to this man's church and he took him and gave him a seat and made him whatever position, whatever. For two years. This pastor was dying within. He didn't say anything. Then he spoke to me. Then I said, me dear, if it was me, I would speak. <laughs> yes. Then I spoke. I, there was a certain opportunity. I was asked, what do I think? <laughs> what a wrong question to ask somebody like me. A very wrong question. To ask somebody like me, what do I think? About somebody who has treated his pastor that way. Then I said, it is wrong. This guy didn't do well. He has stirred godly jealousy. Then I said, I added, if it was me, you won't like me again. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Is it only you, your church, that when it works? You, 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 what was the meaning of that? People of God, be careful. Those who corrupt the minds of people. Huh? Huh? Yes, Beware of the mixed multitude. <laughs> Number three, I, I rest my case. <laughs> I know that some people, they don't like such messages because it exposes them. The third responsibility of a father is the responsibility to provide direction. Responsibility to do what? Responsibility to provide direction. So, a father or of any church or organization has the responsibility to provide direction. If you are a father, biological father, you have a responsibility to provide direction for your home, for your wife and children. Some fathers fail that. They fail in that. They don't provide direction. So, you are supposed to be following the father because the father provides direction. Now, Moses was supposed to be providing direction for the children of Israel. They didn't decide the way they would go. They had to follow. Are you listening at all? Numbers chapter 11, the same chapter 11. From verse 14 to 17. Now, some leaders may be chosen to help do the work. That doesn't mean they are supposed to give direction. If the leader is not following the father, that leader must not be followed. Is somebody listening at all? Now, when Moses complained to the Lord and said that, now let's read it. 
I am not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. Verse 15. And if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee. Moses was tired. <laughs> Out of hand. If I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Verse 17. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take off the spirit which is upon thee. And I will put it upon. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee. That thou bear it not thyself alone. So the leaders must be bearing the spirit of the father of the house. They cannot be leading people astray. Somebody say I hear you pastor. So if somebody is coming to you with different directions rather than what we say we are following as a church, know that that person wants to corrupt you. Alright? Now let's learn a lesson from the children of uh, the Rechabites. Jeremiah 35 verse 1 to 19. I think that will be the last, the last thing. Eh? People of God. If you are in Shepherd's Stream, stay in Shepherd's Stream and pay attention to your pastor. When somebody says there's garlic here, say, look, I like my manner. I don't like any garlic. I don't want any onion problem. Yeah? <laughs> Let's read this. We are finishing. I want you to see. Let's read. Jeremiah 35, please, from verse 1. I'm reading the scripture. The word which came unto Jeremiah from the Lord in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, saying, please don't sleep. Oh. Some of you, you've not read this portion of the Bible before. Please, don't, don't sleep. We are reading the Bible. Go unto the house of the Rechabites and speak unto them and bring them into the house of the Lord. Please, are you here? Into one of the chambers and give them wine to drink. Huh? God is instructing the prophet, go and bring the Rechabites into the house of the Lord. What instruction is this? But God wanted to teach something. Let's follow. Then I took Jazaniah, the son of Jeremiah, the son of Habaziniah, and his brethren, and all his house, and the whole house of the Rechabites. Go. And I brought them into the house of the Lord, into the chamber of the sons of Hanan, the son of Igdaliah, a man of God, which was by the chamber of the princes, which was above the chamber of Messiah, the son of Shalom, the keeper of the door. Verse 5. And I said before the sons of the house of the Rechabites, pots full of wine and cups. And I said unto them, drink ye wine. 
in chi ube catch on some comedy. Munchabi. Verse 6. But they said, We will drink no wine. Listen, listen to their statement. For Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, commanded us saying, Ye shall drink no wine, neither ye nor your sons forever. Now, God was telling them to drink wine. They said, Our father says we shouldn't drink wine. Our father says we shouldn't drink wine. Let's follow. You will see. What did God, because it's God that commanded them to come. Listen to what God will tell, tell Jeremiah. But they said, no, no, no. I think we read this. Neither shall he build houses. That's what they, they, their father told them. Nor sow seed, nor plant vineyard, nor have any. <laughs> any. But all of your days ye shall dwell in tents, that ye may live many days in the land where ye be Strangers, this is what their father told them. Then listen. Thus have we obeyed the voice of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, our father, in all that he had charged us to drink no wine all our days, we, our wives, our sons, nor our daughters. Adabahash. Nor build houses for us to dwell in, neither have we vineyard, nor field, nor seed. But we have dwelt in tents and have obeyed and done according to all that Jonadab our father commanded us. Verse 11. Are you, are you here? But we are reading till verse 19. But it came to pass when Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came up into the land that we said come and let us go to Jerusalem for fear of the army of the Chaldeans. And for the fear of the army of the Syrians, so we dwell at Jerusalem. Then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, The God of Israel, go and tell the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, Will ye not receive instruction to hearken to my words, saith the Lord? The words of Jonadab, the son of Rechab, that he commanded his sons not to drink wine, are performed. For unto this day they drink none, but obey their father's commandment. Not, notwithstanding, I have spoken unto you, rising early and speaking, but ye hearken not unto me. What was God saying? You see, I'm your father, but you don't listen to me. Look at these guys. Look at them. What their father told them. Look at how they have obeyed. Listen. When God gives you a good father and he's providing direction, follow. Follow. Huh? Follow. Look at somebody and say follow. follow. So please, if you are not the father, don't try to manipulate anything. There are some people, they'll say this, they'll say this, they'll say this, they'll say this, they'll say this and confuse somebody. Then the person wants to follow them out. Huh? One time somebody did something. The person actually touched a lady he was not supposed to touch. Ask somebody, do you understand the proverb? So I decided to discipline the person. So I disciplined the person. Because one of my instructions and the directions as a father to this house is that don't fornicate. You will destroy your life. People don't like that message because 
They say it's basic. I'll say it again. <laughs> so when I disciplined this person, there was a certain leader in church. Be careful of leaders who come close to you and want to comfort you when you have been rebuked. Kafrawati. Nyeshiwati. They said that. Then this person was very wise. The person replied, look, my father has, I wronged and my father has disciplined me. What, what is all this? Please leave me alone. I am okay with the discipline. I want to be corrected. This person, this person that wanted to corrupt that person, she's not in the church anymore. She left long ago. She had corrupted many people. When she see that somebody is offended, she would draw close. Kafrawati. <laughs> As a papa, and not quite a ding. Yes, what? Ah, look at somebody's father. Don't build a house. Can you imagine? Live in tents, and God was referencing them that they have listened to their father's voice. What is your father telling you? I have told you. If the day you see me leading you away from Christ, run away. What have I told you? Have I led you astray? Don't fornicate. Have I worried you? I'm warning you. Don't fornicate. Look at someone and say, listen to your father. Listen to your father. Tell another person, listen to your father. Let me read this. Don't try to manipulate and di- the direction the ministry should go because you think you are, a wi- you are wise or you think you have money. Some people too, they think they have money so they can manipulate things. Huh? So they steal people with money. Now where did he do? So first, so now they have access to you to come and corrupt your mind. Don't follow such people. That is not your responsibility. If you did not bet the church or organization, if you are not if you are the father, learn to wait on the Lord. Now you see, so the father waits on the Lord to receive instruction. Hmm? That will provide direction. For that which he gave you the opportunity to birth. Alright? So if you, you are not the father of any organization, don't go there trying to provide direction. Listen to the father and where he says we are going, that's where you go. I pray that you will not disobey the word of God but you will function well. You will be like the Rechabites. You will follow direction in the name of the Lord Jesus. Please, don't allow anybody to corrupt your mind. Stay. Now, I've rested my case. I'm going to bless you. But give me the three responsibilities of a father. Number one. The ability to what? The responsibility to sustain. Uh, what, what does it mean to sustain? To strengthen. Uh-huh. To support. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know you know. So those who are biological parents, sustain your families. Sustain. Sustain your children. Then second responsibility? To nurture. What does it mean to nurture? To care for. To uh-huh. To uh-huh. To encourage. 
Ah? <laughs> so don't allow anybody to take you away from the nourishment you are receiving from the Father God placed in your life. Be careful. Be careful of the mixed multitude. What, what do they bring to you? It's a, a garlic, the onions. I knew some people, they will meet you and say, your pastor, pastor, he doesn't share revelation. He doesn't share revelation. Me, I don't share revelation. <laughs> See, they corrupt the children. The mixed multitude. Then third responsibility. Provide what? Direction. Direction. I pray that the Lord will make this church a wonderful church. Amen. Everybody that falls into this church, steps into this church, the Lord leads into this church, will become a mighty one. Amen. As you drink from this stream, may the Lord continue to bless you. Amen. As you submit to the responsibilities of the Father that he has placed over us, may your life improve and become better every day. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I bless you, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died. And on the third day, you were raised back to life and you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, precious Spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by The Shepherd's Stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other inquiry on 0540-953-017 We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building, behind the Ejaba building. My Pastor Christian also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session 
via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray, and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>